Welcome to What Should I Watch? A podcast to learn about interesting and inspiring Korean TV shows, aka Korean dramas. I'm your host, T, and every week I help a guest with what to watch next. In this third episode, Grant is back to talk about a very intense Korean drama that features veteran Korean actors. If you have any comments or just want to say hi, please feel free to send me an email to whatshouldiwatchtea at gmail.com. Hi, welcome to What Should I Watch? Another episode of talking about Korean drama today with Yay. S. Hey G, what's up? Not much. Very excited. Great. I have a lot on my list that I want to tell you <laughs> about. Um, but I picked one that I kind of wanted to talk about. And I think you'll like this one. And I think a lot of people will enjoy this um, specific Korean shows. That's great. That sounds good. Yeah, I think uh, right now there's so many to choose from. It's it's hard to kind of narrow it down to, okay, am I going to invest in this one or that one? Uh, you know, in the past, I would just kind of uh, pick whatever. But now I'm a lot more selective. And, um, you know, usually no matter which one I start, it turns out to be pretty good. But uh, at the same time, there's there's a lot to choose from. So I'm, I'm really excited to kind of get some uh, get some insight from you. So Please tell me, tell me what's next. Tell me what I should watch. Okay. Um, I wanted to cover this drama because of what happened at a, my local TV station in my city. Hmm. Um, it's a local channel and several reporters who've worked for a long time at the station recently resigned in the past Ooh. couple of months. And so they were going through a lot of changes and you know you could talk about great resignation and um you know myself had a um some change of job so i understand people want to you know people are waking up to different reality with covid and everything but you know so a lot of reporters have resigned and they were going through some job changes and um, what happened in the past couple of weeks, really, is that two news anchors who were sort of like the faces of the TV station, yeah, they were no longer at the this specific local station either. Oh so, wow! So two left. That's uh, that's pretty big deal. Normally they don't want to, you know, they don't they don't want to change it that dramatically. They only usually do one at a time or or something yes. like that. Yes. So they were both sort of like the big faces. They're, they are the reason that a lot of people watch this local TV show versus NBC or CBS, you know, mm. um, and they both left. And technically one quit and another one is sort of fired over the other anchors resignation. Wow. Drama. Yes. Yes. It, this is like real time drama. Um, it's like the morning show. Oh, you mean the TV morning show? TV show morning. Yeah, the morning show. What what goes on behind the scenes, huh? Yes, I actually did not watch that one, but it's probably yeah, probably what I'm thinking about. Like you said, like what's what's ha- really happening behind the you know TV station? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so you know, this is really kind of fishy situation, and a lot of people are online talking about it, even like. The People magazine, they covered this issue and they were speculating what happened and why one quit and why the other got fired. You know, the things are going on, you know, I, and I myself was a big fan of this TV station, this local TV station. So I was really interested in finding out what happened there. And, you know, there weren't much that I could figure out, but that got me thinking about this specific Korean TV show that I recently watched. Um, some month ago it was it was actually early this year and okay. i was sort of late i was sort of late to the party because this was a really famous <laughs> show yeah and i just didn't watch it when this was popular um but just because you know i wasn't a big fan of 
sort of like, you know, I read the synopsis and I was like, ah, yeah. And, you know, the main actors, they were, um, they are sort of like big stars, especially the woman in the show. And I just felt like, okay, maybe this, you know, the drama will be great, but I just felt like, you know, you know, you know what I mean? Like sometimes like, okay, this is Brad Pitt movie, but is it really great movie or people just watch it because it's a Brad Pitt, you know? Yeah. I think, uh, you know, oftentimes I do not like to watch the shows that are the most popular in the moment. Right. I think yeah. uh, for me, it's like, okay, let's just wait for everything to calm down and everyone just, you know, get over themselves and stop talking about things. And, you know, a few years go by sometimes uh, before I watch a show. So it's good and bad because it's like, oh, cool. I'm not wrapped up into everything that everyone's talking about. I'm in my own world. But then usually when I do go and, and watch it, I'm like, oh, man, this is great. And, and then I'll, I won't be able to ask questions or when I do, I sound out of dated. So just to give you an example, I recently started watching Grey's Anatomy and that show has been on for like 20 years. So I, I've never seen it and I just started watching it. So. You know, that's okay, because I've never watched Grey's Anatomy. And yeah. also, I know a lot of, um, for some reason, there was this thing about Gilmore Girls at my work. Yeah, I never um, watched that either, yeah. Gilmore I never Girls. watched Gilmore Girls. No. Um, and also, like, I know Top Gun was really a big hit some month ago when it came out. Yeah, I the second never, movie, yeah. I never watched the first one, the original one. So. I didn't like, I didn't really care for the first one. It was okay, but uh, it wasn't, like amazing i guess maybe it was at the time when i was younger but yeah i haven't watched that yet either so it sounds like we're on the same page yeah i guess i'm trying to be edgy but <laughs> i don't know i'm trying to go against the stream but <laughs> not doing you, well because I, yeah. I, I did end up watching this one i was rolling yeah Twitter, you so. did and you're um, only about uh, six months or a year late right you're not that's not too bad so no this actually came out in 2018 Oh, okay. So you're a couple years late then. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. And um, it came out in 2018 and it did so well. It ended up winning the equivalent Emmy equivalent um, awards in Korea. For, um, and also it had a lot of nominations. Acting, writing, all of those. I mean, it just, you know, got everything. Um, but anyway, so I did now finally watched it. So is it about a news anchor or a news station? Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. And, you know, we all know the world of TV news is like, it's like a jungle on steroids, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, it's not just in the U.S. You know, you hear about rumors and whatever drama happened in like big, um, stations and but you know I'm sure it's like that pretty much everywhere everywhere in the world and well there's yeah there's an intensity that goes along with doing the news so the stories you know the pressure situations it's high stakes life and death sometimes so all that makes good uh, fodder for a tv show yes so you know it's the same in Korea um, and especially because and create news anchors they carry such high honor and respect mm -hmm. and fame it's like you know it's the it's sort of the job that you know it's like a full package job and a lot of young girls in korea they mention news anchor's name female especially female news anchor's name is their role model and it's not just because they're on tv it's because it's extremely difficult to get um, just any job in TV stations in Korea. It's the, let alone being a news anchor. Mm, gotcha. If you're looking at, let's say, um, nine o'clock at night, that's prime news time. Um, if you're a nine o'clock news anchor, I mean, you know, the only person you can compete is probably the first lady, I would say. Uh -huh. Do um, those careers last a long time too? They, I guess they stay oh. in forever and they're on, on the TV forever. Yeah, I think um, there were some um, news anchors. Um, they really had their whole life career, but I think it's a little bit less common for female news anchors to mm -hmm. last a long time. 
Maybe because they go have kids and stuff. Yes. And have sometimes, a yeah. And sometimes, you know, they get married into a really famous family. There was one, this female news anchor um, about maybe 20 years ago. Um, she's actually a, a daughter-in-law, I guess, granddaughter-in-law of Samsung. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You know what? It's not Samsung. It's a Hyundai. Oh, okay. Hyundai. Yeah. So, you know, she's one of the big um, Hyundai um, lady in the family. So I think that's also, you know, even, even, you don't, even if you don't marry somebody like that, um, a lot of female news anchors, they end up marrying some big family or, you know, right. guy. And, you know, that's usually the case, which is sometimes I look at it as a, you know, it's a kind of sad situation yeah i mean that uh they get paid well too don't they for that or is it not that big of a paying job um there's one tv station it's sort of like a national um public company Uh company station so they don't get paid well but i would say their name is probably the most famous so and well probably well respected i guess right yes yes in the profession that kind of thing so if you want to well if you want respect and and to be the best at your job then that's where you work but if you're trying to make money then it's a little bit different i guess huh right so yeah Yeah, that's something that's interesting with korean culture is that even though it's hard to get those jobs and they're really well respected it doesn't mean that they get paid well i noticed that with a lot of things in korea yeah, I think it has something to do with the, you know, you know, Korea is a capitalist, capitalist country, but the money is not always put first. Right. It's the See, cultural. Yeah, I think. Yeah. And they always talk about fame and reputation. Not reputation as a, how famous you are, but it's your integrity. Right. Um, comes with reputation and fame, sort of like your um, honor. Honor, okay. It's the yeah. word I was looking for. Yes. So honor is um, regardless, highly. Yeah, gotcha. it's not always about money. And Reputation, respect, honor, integrity. Yes. Yeah. So, all good things. You know, not all news anchors get paid very well, um, but they it's a occupation. It's a profession of high honor. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, um, you know, you might end up marrying a rich guy. So it's a, it's a good, it's a good job, good career for female women. Yeah, that makes total sense. So, um, this one, this show that's about Korean TV stations and the world of female news anchor. It's called okay. Misty. What's it called? It's called Misty. Misty, okay. And it sort of covers everything that I just kind of briefed you about. Okay. So female news anchors specifically, right? And then the yes. challenges they face, uh, you know, whether or not they want to have a family, being a female in that industry, money, fame, power, integrity, all that stuff. Right. But it's not- That's as- great. It's not just about, you know, um, what female news anchor is like and how they maintain their job. And it's not just simple as that. So here's how the story goes. Okay. Our female protagonist, her name is Ko Heran. She's a very famous and the main news anchor of a primetime news channel in Korea. She won the best journalist award many years in a row, and she's the only daughter-in-law of the Supreme Court Justice. This family is like an aristocrat in the Korean legal profession because the family has had many prosecutors and judges and um, Supreme Court Justice. So she marries into a very powerful family. Heran is a smart, beautiful person, but she's also cold-blooded. Her career has been the only focus and she achieved what she wanted. 
but nothing lasts forever, and her fame and glory is at risk when one of the young talents watches for a chance to steal her seat at the 9 p.m. news desk. Nine o'clock news desk in Korea is the prime time. That's the best spot at nine yeah. o'clock. Yeah. Right. During one meeting one day at work, the news um, newsroom director hints that it's time for Koheran to think about her next move, meaning hinting um, it's time for you to move over and resign from your prime time news desk. Dun dun dun. <laughs> Uh-oh. Our Heran gets upset. She gets really mad, actually, and she swears that she will get the exclusive interview of a famous golfer who's just won a PGA Tour. Otherwise, she will step down on her own. She said, "I'll get the interview. If I can't, if I don't, you can demote me. You can do whatever you want." And this golfer. He's a mysterious figure because he just won the tour, but no journalists or media have been able to figure out who he is and where he's from and anything like that. And nobody was able to snag him for an interview. So she's uh, is she bluffing? She's bluffing. She huh? is bluffing. Ah, Be- she's ruthless, huh? She had to say something when yeah. the director and you know her colleagues. It's like a friend of me, you know. It's her colleagues, but everybody's waiting for that moment. When is this woman will resign? When is this woman become, you know, the woman in the past? Right. So she's she was bluffing. She said, "I will do that, and if I don't, I will resign myself." And she gets real anxious because she has no idea where to meet this guy. But her one of her associates. Um, give her information that he's on his way to Korea from the U.S. So she rushes to an airport to meet this guy, mm. and while she's in the car to the airport, she gets a call from a caregiver who's taking care of her mom at a nursing home. The caregiver tells her that her mom doesn't seem to uh, be doing well, and this might be the last night. They want Kuheran to be her mom's deathbed. She wow. gives herself a few minutes, and the next scene we see her at the airport. Okay, so she chose the work, huh? She's right. all about the work, right? She's all about. The- and what her justification is that her mom would like her to pursue her career. And what she tells, um, or later we, there's a scene that she says that uh, me being at my mom's deathbed doesn't make my mom live another day. Yeah. Which is, I mean, logically it's true, right? So yeah, she, I mean, she, yeah. There's, there's definitely logic to it. And that, <laughs> that's, that, that's that character's logic, obviously. Right. So, right. And, you know, it's, it's an interesting idea to think about, too. Right. So, she let her mom go and she goes to the airport without even knowing exactly what flight this guy will um, get off from. And while at the airport, Kuheran literally bumps into a man and she falls over, she trips over his luggage and he helps her um, to get up and takes off his sunglasses. And it looks like they recognize each other. Okay. And at this curious moment for the viewers, another woman steps in and introduces herself. The viewers learn that she is Heran's high school classmate. Mm. And actually, they were really good friends. It sounds like they were really good friends back okay. in the day. And she's also the wife of the man whose luggage just tripped Heran over, or Heran tripped over his luggage. So she's the wife of the, this man. And he's indeed the golfer that Heran was looking for. Okay. So, bam, it all falls into place. Right. And his name is Kevin Lee. Okay. So huh, interesting. Kevin was, Lee? Yes. Kevin so Na? Is he, is he supposed to be Kevin Na? Ooh. I don't know. It could be. 
Interesting, because um, he's a he's a, a South. Yeah, he's, he's a South, South Korean, Korean American, I think, yes. or maybe some, maybe he's a mix, or I'm not sure exactly. No, I think I think I read that his family came here when he was still young. Okay, so he just came over when he was young, yeah. yeah. But I, I think. Uh, but he is Korean, yeah. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin Na, yeah, and he's a, uh, he won some things, but yeah, yeah, he's not like superstar, but he definitely made a name for himself. Right. So. Huh. Does he? If he does, he knew. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. If she knew her, do we now learn that she also maybe knew him? It looks there's something or there's a some you know strange vibe going on between the two. Okay, like how they but, look at each other or, or well, whatever. Well, they, they stare at each other a certain okay. way. Okay, we don't know because Heron is supposed to be very beautiful, attractive woman. So yeah. any man will see her and they will just, I mean Heron is like a big celebrity she's this primetime news anchor so you know we don't know if it's because of this man um, yeah so just you know it like, could be like starstruck famous. yeah right, it could just exactly. be like it was starstruck moment for this guy so we don't know exactly okay that sounds very intriguing it's a right. good it's a good plot there so Heron coincidentally runs into Kevin Lee, the golfer, and it was really her luck. And it looks like she made a good choice. Um, <laughs> she had to give up on her mom's last day on earth. And it was her luck, but it was still questionable that Kevin Lee, who has remained mysterious up to that point, he accepts Heron's invitation to appear on her news program for an interview. Oh, nice. And with Kevin's special interview, the news channel receives the highest viewership rating ever. And oh my of, goodness. Course, of course, Heron maintains her position as a solo news anchor at the primetime nine o'clock news program. Okay, so she's not ready to move on and they have to accept it, huh? And everybody just says, okay, there she goes again. No one can stop her. Everybody's saying, like, that's that's our girl, you know. Wow. But unlike what the newsroom director agreed, now with the high viewership, he wants Heron to do a new program. And he wants Kevin Lee to be the first guest of this new program. Okay, so, yeah, go ahead, sorry. Under pressure, Heron tentatively decides to film only one episode, but she's anxious about the young anchor, her name is Han Ji-won, possibly taking over her primetime news position during her short absence. Heron noticed that Han Ji-won, the young anchor, is attracted to Kevin Lee. And she sets up the two to have an affair and they fall for it. Wow. So she plots an affair for them? Wow. Yes. Very cunning. Heron hired actually a paparazzi who took very dirty photos of the two. And it definitely becomes a controversy. Han Ji-won, amid this controversy, she is demoted to a countryside branch of this news um, news station, <laughs> and this is how our our girl Heran gets rid of her rival. This shows how she is and who she really is, what she's capable of, and how smart she is. She is a woman who destroys anything or anyone for her career and success. And the way she does it is very clever and nothing is technically illegal. With her young rival gone, Heron will now be able to return to the nine o'clock news after coming back from filming abroad for a new program with Kevin Lee. But then Heron is contacted by the Blue House, which is Korea's White House. She's told that the office is planning to name Heron as the press secretary. Oh, that's a nice twist. Right? This will be Heron's dream come true, and she's thrilled. In the meantime, Heron's husband 
happens to overhear Kevin Lee's comment about being attracted to Heron. And the husband follows the two to Thailand where she and Kevin Lee are shooting the new program. During the stay in Thailand, Kevin Lee approaches Heron aggressively and forces himself on her. At this point, the viewers can tell that Heron and Kevin Lee were lovers in the past before neither were successful when they were about 20 something early in their early 20s. Okay, so that's a big reveal. Right. But unlike Kevin, who still has feelings for Heron, obviously, Heron doesn't want to be involved with Kevin Lee anymore. And she actually wants Kevin to disappear for her career. And of course, for the marriage. Feeling suspicious, Upon returning to Korea, Heron's husband packs up and leaves the house, saying that it's temporary. Heron gets anxious because the offer for the press secretary position could happen because of her husband's connections. Remember when I said the husband's family um, has power and connections? Yeah, exactly. So that's how she was able to get the offer. So Heron once again does what she does best. She digs up reports on the corruption of the company (laughs) (laughs) uh, of the company that Kevin Lee's advertising for in order to ruin Uh, Kevin Lee's reputation. Wow. That way, Kevin Lee will stop making a move on Heron and it won't be an obstacle to become the press secretary. Because in order to become press secretary, you can't have any um, affair, anything you got to have clean sheet, right? Right. So clean record. And that would, that would ruin that if they found out about the old affair that they had way back when. I mean, it wasn't a affair. They were actually just boyfriend, girlfriend back then, but now Kevin is making dirty moves on her. So she doesn't right. want anything to happen right now at this crucial moment. Right. So she, well, she can't reveal either one. She can't reveal the past because that could bring controversy about what's happening now. And then she can't talk about what's happening now because it could bring up the past too. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Although she says, you know, I don't have feelings for him. It was him just making moves on me. You know, who's right. going to believe that if they find out they were actually dating when they were young. Right. Right. She knows that. Yeah. Right. So she wants to get rid of Kevin Lee. And that's why she digs up and reports on the corruption of this company that Kevin Lee is advertising. So does her husband find out and take action as well? Or does well, he kind of stay in the background and just observe? So after this corruption news went out, Heron receives an envelope from Kevin Lee, and it contains pictures of Kevin and Heron kissing in the hotel in Thailand. It was actually mm-hmm. it was actually when Heron was being assaulted by Kevin Lee. But the photos look just like the two were having a moment. Heron, who must get rid of Kevin Lee more desperately than ever, she heads over to meet Kevin Lee to sort sort out the situation. So up to here, the story seems to be about a battle of a woman who's just protecting her career and you know, who's just vicious and she's got nothing but her career success. But the real story of the drama, this TV show called Misty, is now just beginning. (laughs) Well, it sounds like maybe it's a setup as well, a reverse setup. Right. So she, she, uh, Heron head over to meet Kevin Lee. And the next day, she's at a new, she's, Heron is at her news desk and she reads a script and she looks shocked. And it's not just her, all the news in Korea, they report that Kevin Lee was found dead overnight. Oh, that's trouble. Heron, who reports the news herself, she looks incredibly shocked and she barely finishes the news program. Soon, the police summon Heron for questioning and Heron states that 
she didn't know Kevin Lee, and she and Kevin Lee's wife weren't even friends in high school, which is not true at all. Right, that could be a mistake. After being questioned by the police, she becomes the top news topic herself, and the public opinion is not good. They're speculating and creating all kinds of rumors. And Heron's company, the news company, also wants to suspend her because the public opinion is pretty bad. So the company doesn't want bad reputation keeping her at her news desk. And this is all happening even though she's not officially a suspect. To make matters worse, the offer for the Blue House, the press secretary position, is on hold now. Wah, wah. Yeah. And you asked me this question a minute ago. Heron's husband is suspecting her as well. Okay. Yeah. Now, as a viewer, we know we know that Heron and Kevin Lee, they secretly met in a car at night. And the next day, Kevin Lee is found dead. So we can't help but suspect Heron as well. And also, we've seen what, what kind of woman Heron is. She does everything for her success and career. So did she hmm. kill Kevin Lee? So do they... Uh... A lot of times as a viewer, you know, you have sympathy for the lead character, the protagonist. So at that moment, we, we don't necessarily have sympathy for her. We actually suspect her. Is that what you're saying? Or we could suspect her. We think she might have had something to do with it because she obviously needs to get rid of him for her career. So, Right. Huh. So why would she mislead the police? Why would she give a false statement? Well, I think, I mean, she feels like she might be a suspect, so she doesn't want to, you know, tell the truth, which could be a mistake. But there, uh, for me, it feels like, obviously, someone tried to get those two together and get pictures of them so that they were going to kill him anyway, right? So who is that? Is that the, is that the wife? Is that the ex-husband or her husband, you know, who knows? There could be some other thing that's happening. So what would, get, what would get him killed? Like, what would he do to get himself killed? That's the question. Well, it's interesting that you brought up the wife because police also interviews the wife because she's the wife, right? And yeah. she, she also gives a false statement. Yeah, okay. Well, so she could have something to do with it. So as the episode goes on, we learn, we as a viewer, we learn that everyone who's being questioned, they all give a mix of true and false statement. Nice. And this is really um, where the, the title comes in, the misty. <laughs> like, you know, where is all this standing in right at, the, at that point? You know? Right. It's not clear. It's very misty. It's, uh, it's fuzzy. It's, it's not, yeah, it's cloudy, right? Things are right. Not, not certain. Right. Yeah, that's and, a great title. Yeah, you know, um, when I first, when this, this drama first came out, I've, I kept seeing it everywhere on um, Korean, Korean um, like online portal and, you know, like, entertainment news and everywhere i mean this actor um the actress whose real name is kim namju she's huge when i was in like middle school and high school um i mean yeah. she was like doing all kinds of cosmetic and beauty models and whatever like top brands were all hers you know she was huge and now she's a little bit older um i think she's in 50s um although she really doesn't look like she's a 50 something year old woman, but you know, I didn't watch it because I read the synopsis and I saw the show poster and stuff or the artwork and yeah. it kind of made me think like, maybe this is like a soap opera, you know, like, right. 
you know, okay, there's some affair going on and like she's trying to be this like successful woman. Like this, you know, it just sounded like typical soap opera. So I was like, you know, I'm not going to watch it. And, um, you know, this came out in 2018 and I just watched it like earlier this year. And I just couldn't stop. Like, you know, when I'm not watching, I kept thinking about it. <laughs> and this is not a soap opera at all like it might sound like you know it's the same thing like you give you give this i don't know like a um set of legos to some little kid and this little kid will make something you know make a little box out of it or something like you know just stack it up right but if you give the exact same set of lego to some really smart man he might make like you know i don't know like a pyramid out of it yeah gotcha you know yeah, that's I how i the, feel uh, i mean it sounds very dramatic you know as far as uh everything that happens but um but it also sounds interesting and yeah it just depends on how it's done you know i think right. i think that's always the the how the tone and how the direction is you know versus uh the actual story and the writing yeah so you know, I mean, you know, all these, you know, elements in the, in the show, like affair and somebody who wants to be successful and um, all this. And then of course, um, as you keep on watching, you learn about what it means to have power and connection and all that, and, you know, all these elements are like done over and over for so many times and you know in the whole history but it's really a matter of how it's done and um you know how it's seasoned and i feel <laughs> like every episode there's always new thing happening yeah but without making it too confusing because you know I me, mean? like I, I can't understand. Like I can't, <laughs> I can never understand what's happening in the drama or um, <laughs> movies. So it might sound confusing, but it's really not. And at the right. same time, every episode there's something new happening. So you're you never get bored, and you never lose that kind of suspense throughout right. the whole sixteen episodes. And even after sixteen episodes you know you feel like there needs to be more like or there will be more because <laughs> right. the ending is not a typical like happy ending or sad ending like it's oh. it's kind of like there's lingering something so gotcha i i just well, felt like the title was like perfect yeah it sounds like if the title's misty then they intended it to not be so clear at the ending as well so that's that's a good that's a good thing Right. And also, I feel like, you know, the name Misty, the title Misty kind of um, shows about uh, what this what, uh, head on the main character is like, because, yeah. you know, she seems to be this cold blooded, um, vicious woman, but she's also very smart. And all she ever wants is the fair, um, the good um journalism she's all about fair and clean um journalism that's for people okay and so so she has morals and she has a code i guess she has an ethics code of ethics exactly exactly so you know it's the, jur the like, journalism code yeah exactly so it's almost like you know we see this two-sided um two sides of this one person in when she makes a comment, when she does something, we don't know which side she's doing this from. Like right. she's doing this from her, um, you know, ethical heron, or she's doing this to achieve her career. Like we don't know what her intention is really. Yeah, so that sounds really interesting. Yeah, so this is really not so Kevin Lee's dead, but also this is not a murder mystery show. Okay. Um, he's dead, and you know the show is not just focused on you know finding the killer. It's definitely not the focus, and it's um, over and over um, as you keep on watching, it really reveals her past, 
how right. she got to where she is and how people around her helped or became an obstacle and how she dealt with each situation every time and her colleagues, gotcha. what they went through as a journalist. Um, so it's a lot more than just a murder mystery. Well, that's, that's, that's cool. So you kind of take a little trip back in time to, to see where she got where she was. I think the, the key to that, what you talked about, uh, especially for the viewers, when you see the three of them together for the first time at the airport, you know, that's the moment where you're sizing up that relationship that the three of them had, because it sounds like those three are all, you know, that's what you have to figure out is how, what their relationship is to figure out what happened or why they are the way they are. Right. Right. So really, I feel like, um, along with this murder, the detective, the, the lead detective of the case, he's sort of like, um, the audience in this drama because he has oh, to figure okay. out who killed right. him and what, like you said, what the relationship was between the three and in plus one, the heron's husband, right? Oh, so okay, he's right. The one yeah. that's trying to figure this out. And while this is all going on, um, heron's husband, who's a pro bono lawyer, um, he kind of has a change of character also. Huh. And it, so he comes from this very powerful law family. And right. he could have been, been anyone he wanted, but he chose to be a pro bono lawyer for the you know people you know like uh he becomes a lawyer for immigrants and people who don't have money people who wants to fight against a big company who right. wants to fight over um the government that's what he does and it's sort of like what heron used to pursue or is still pursuing in a way uh minus her you know, cruelty against her rivals. <laughs> um, so they're both seeking justice in a way, in their own way. Right. So, you know, the two, two people, this married couple, they're in a way very similar, um, but also different. And uh -huh. what's interesting is this parent's husband, who seems to be a sort of like a secondary character out of the, um, the, three triangle to Kevin Lee and wife and Heron. Yeah. He actually becomes a lot more important. Okay. Because initially he was the, he was the reason that Heron got an offer from the. Uh, Blue house. Right. And his family is very powerful. So later on, you learn that the drama also shows what it means to have a connection and power in Korea and how Heron uses it but also she doesn't fall head over heels for it. She wants that, but she doesn't just, you know. Um, She's not obsessed it, necessarily. The way that some take people advantage are with power. Of it. Yeah, she oh, doesn't okay. always take advantage. Because she could have gone up to her father-in-law to achieve whatever she wanted. She doesn't do right. that. And, you know, we can tell that she has her um, ethics. Like you say, she, she has her code. Yeah, she wants to work for what she has. I guess she uh, she likes the challenge. Yes. So, you know, really, you know, you watch something and, you know, for example, like the famous one is The Usual Suspects. That movie was just, oh, my God, I can't forget <laughs> when I watched it when I was young. You know, the, the ending was just so crazy. And that kind of plot twist, um, you know what I'm talking about, The Usual Suspect, right? Yeah, Kaiser Sose. Oh. He, he was the he was yeah. the guy he was telling the story with uh, what was right. behind in the office yeah yeah so that kind of a crazy plot twist i feel like it's happening in every episode on a small uh, scale in this drama gotcha why like you watch one episode and you know when you don't watch it you keep thinking about it <laughs> and it just keeps going and the writer was really smart to plan everything uh, to come all together at right. the end. So all these little things that, um, for example, the um, the 
um, Heron's job to destroy Kevin Lee, um, that she found out about this company's dirty secret and she reported on it. And this later becomes a big thing um, that comes back at her. Oh, okay. And, you know, the show kind of goes on about more of what, you know, power and connection can do to you or, um, or how you can use it, you know. It kind of reminds me when you're talking about it, I keep thinking about the, there was a show a few years ago called Damages. Yes. Where, where there was, uh, I think there were two lawyers. Yes. And one was kind of the understudy. Glenn and Close, yes. Yeah, Glenn Close and Rose Byrne, maybe. Yeah. Um, so they, you know, one was like the boss teaching her and thinking there was a right. predecessor, but also, you know, they they didn't necessarily trust each other and then they end up being rivals. And, um, right. And you keep having to figure out what's going to happen next. But yeah, it sounds, sounds really exciting and interesting. Yeah. I would so think it, it'd have to be written really well definitely to make yeah. all those connections and you know and also there's this element of um you know love really it, it, it it's really underlying um theme throughout the show it hmm. really all started from love right and you know kevin lee and heron were really um you know in a in a serious relationship back in the day and, you know, that's really how all this started. If, okay. they, if they never knew each other, you know, I mean, Heron is a very attractive woman, but, you know, maybe it wouldn't be at this point. Hmm. Well, is there, uh, does anyone else die? Is that too much of a no. spoiler? <laughs> no, no one else dies. Just the one murder. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Does anyone uh, go to prison? Um, yes and no. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, I like how they they uh, set up the, you know, how she's got an important job or she sacrifices, you know, her mother uh, and then the whole Blue House job offer. Right. Knowing, knowing that, okay, like these, uh, all these stakes keep getting higher and higher and, you know, Right. And there's also the, you know, her newsroom. So right. the newsroom, the, it's, it's an inch. I've never worked at a news station, but it's, a, I'm sure it's an interesting workplace. Oh yeah. Um, of, you know, like the dynamics between the people and, you know, all the rivalry and, you know, yeah. the director we don't know the director, the newsroom director's character is also very misty because oh, okay. he seems to be very supportive of Heron. But also there are moments that he won't, um, he'll just deny everything and he just doesn't want Heron to be at her spot. So we don't really know where he's coming from. Right, what his motivation is. Right. Yeah. And what kind of connection he's coming from and what, like you said, what, yeah, what motivates him? Well, everybody has to retire at some point and, uh, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, but and, it's uh, also, you know, for him, it's not just later on in the episode, in the show, it's not just about Heron's resignation. It's about what, um, what issues he allows to be reported and not. Right. And that so has he, a lot... That he might he might be good. being yeah, influenced might... by somebody some bit some big dog or maybe right, uh, exactly the husband or the blue house or who knows somebody that owns a company so we have a lot on the plate right now so the husband has you know husband currently is a pro bono lawyer but he's coming from a big family and there's this big newsroom um one of the biggest news pro news stations in korea and this our protagonist Heron herself is the you know celebrity news anchor who was married into this famous uh, legal law family, and this famous golfer who was found dead, who happens to be uh, her boyfriend from the back in the day, and who happens to marry Heron's high school friends. Yep. 
And, you know, there are some other characters um, that I can't reveal at this point. <laughs> well, I like the idea too, when you said the policeman is kind of like the audience, like he's trying to figure out what happened in the same way the audience is. It's always a good idea to have a character that is kind of like, you know, representative of the audience. I think that's right. interesting. And also, um, among all these things going on, um, you know, we have to think about what Heran is going through besides her jobs and, you know, this blue house secretary position at stake. Her marriage is also at risk because we don't know, just like her husband, we don't know if she really um, slept with him. We just know, right. you know, they met in a car and they were talking. And that's all we know as a viewer. But okay. We don't know how she was really feeling. And, you know, that kind of continues throughout the show. So besides the killer issue, the who really killed Kevin Lee, we don't really know what she has in her mind. And that, that kind of goes on. Um, that's the same for her husband. So she could have killed her or she actually loved him or she didn't and she was trying to get away from him. Right. It looks like she was trying to get away from him, but really we don't know. Right. And I just feel like, you know, I don't know, you know, all the technical, the writer's device and all that, but I just feel like this is such a well-written drama for um the character development because yeah there's no character that's just like too flat or too simple everyone mm. is really well developed and um you know psychologically like it really shows what the drama is trying to say right that's great that's really great you know it's it's uh you can always tell a good writer because, you know, they have to give you enough information, but they, they can't give you too much. You know, they need you to, in this kind of show, they need you to try to ask those questions, you know, so that you'll watch and you'll want to continue to watch to figure those things out. Right. And as the, you know, as the show goes on, you kind of have sympathy for her as well. Right. Um, you get to learn some stuff about her and then, you know, you, learn that she's not just this you know cold-blooded woman so you develop a little bit of a sympathy but at the same time okay maybe she did love kevin lee maybe she started uh, falling for him again so you don't know and you know as a viewer you can't decide how you are you you want to feel or how you're feeling um whose Mm -hmm. side you want to be on sort of you know but yeah, yeah, I just feel like the, you know, the character development is really great in the show. That's cool. Sounds, sounds really interesting. Yeah, I like it. I like the plot. I like the idea. Um, I like the, the challenge of it. And, uh, you know, the character being older, too, and what an older person, you right. know, at the sort of the prime of her life where she has a yeah. choice to move on or, or most people expect her to move on and then she doesn't, you know, she kind of right. surprises everybody. But then she gets all tangled up into a big mess. And so we, we get to see her, you know, try and figure that out right. uh, with knowing all of her history and how she became such a, you know, the person that she is. So that's, that's really good. It sounds really right. cool. So really, you know, in the beginning of the show, um, you learn that Heran, all she ever wants is power and success. But as the show goes on, she becomes the person who fights against the power and success. Oh, that's that's a little bit of my uh, tip, my (laughs) reveal of the show. And really you get to learn like, because you, you, you saw that side of her in the beginning of the show, but you get to learn that she's, she's really that person. Like, yes, she could be like vicious, but really that's, that's, real coherent hmm. um she kind of you know she found out the you know the whole world behind the curtain right and she learns that okay i 
you know, in a way she's fighting against the powers in order to achieve her power. Right. Right. So that's, that's her situation. So she's still trying to, you know, get her own power for, or or stand on her own. I mean, I think for me, but the power she's fighting to get is, you know, the, the fair and, you know, ethical power, not. Okay. Not for necessarily for personal gain. Right. Yeah. I think, I was thinking about how, uh, you know, if someone is like someone like her, maybe she just really likes, again, the challenge. Like, you know, these are challenging situations that she's in, you know, that she wants to put herself in. Right. And so she likes that, that part of it maybe too. Something she figured out over the years is like, oh, it's not necessarily about the money and the status. It's more about, you know, challenging my brain and putting myself in these interesting situations yeah i don't know just an idea well so this this showed it really well and you know i when i like looked up her everything that she did in this drama was so popular literally Uh, when you type her name now um it's it there's a search word says kim namji lipstick uh, it's it's like the you know popular search word so you, when you type Kim Namju, which is her name, Kim Namju lipstick, it's the lipstick that she wore. It's the color and brand that she wore in this show. <laughs> That's and great. It's the hairstyle and it's her right. wardrobe and everything. Well, yeah, it's interesting too. The, uh, you know, this actress, she's done a lot of things, right? And yeah. now she's in a role where she's an older woman and, you know, it's defining her as an actress. Like yeah. this is, yeah. this is the most popular thing she's done. And it's, it took, you know, she's been popular before, but now this is what everyone now will remember her by. So that's really interesting. Yeah. I, I think, so. yeah, I was thinking about uh, all about Eve too. It had some similarities to that. I think it was, I think it was Betty Davis. I don't remember now exactly, but I think it was Betty Davis who was the actress and she was older and it was an older role for her. And then I think she got really popular again because of that character that she created later in her life, you know, Hmm. she was playing an older woman with similarly a understudy actress who was trying to get into her spot, but she wasn't ready to relinquish it yet. The same way this, this woman is not ready to give up her, you know, nine, nine o'clock spot. Right. Right. So yeah, this drama is about, you know, it's really everything it's it's this one single person's fight to keep her position and her marriage but also you know it shows the dirty side of the corruption um yeah and you know what really goes behind the curtain and what it means to have power in korea and power and connection the connection is really important in korea society to get a job to get you know a little part-time job i mean connection is plays a big role um so yeah it's really but the good thing is that you get to learn who killed kevin lee at the end yay and it's like i mean it's like it makes you want to study psychology oh okay like makes you want to go back to college and study psychology and (laughs) like what we are like as a human being like (laughs) makes you question like what are we you know right huh interesting and yeah i I, after i watched the show it took me like almost a week to kind of get over it and like not completely get over it but like stop obsessively thinking about it right Um, wow it made a huge impression yeah not just because of the you know the interest and excitement of the show but really you know kind of made me think about like a human being like like i said like psychology of us as a human Right, and what we're capable of. You know, how we never know about ourselves, and, and right. how can we know about anyone else? Yeah, I don't know. It's true. just, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I, I don't think I'm explaining myself well here, but it just really um, makes you think about just human nature. Well, that's good. It's something you should think about. And, you know, I think this is on Netflix, so it's really... Oh, good. You don't have to try to find some third-party link. Um, Right. (laughs) Yeah, so I I think... 
yeah, I think everybody should watch this. This is a, um, like I said, it might be the artwork. It might be the synopsis. Maybe like it could be easily passed over, but I think really um, once anyone watched like first episode, they'll get hooked and keep gotcha. watching. And it was, it was really popular, like you said, right? Yes, in Korea. I mean, like when she it came is out. a popular actress, so right. know, it became popular in her fashion and everything. You know, it's been like four years. But right. when I rewatched it, it still everything looked very in fashion, like in terms of mm. like you know the fashion and all the style and stuff. So it was ahead of its time. Yeah, because sometimes you watch something even from like a year ago, like kind of feels like yeah. okay, that was so twenty twenty one. But <laughs> um, this one, you know, came out in twenty eighteen, and I watched it, and it still everything looks very you know fashionable and like looks great and. Oh, know, that's smart. So yeah, every I think everyone should watch this and at least give yourself uh, 50 minutes and watch the first episode. Well, I'm going to do that yeah. and see what I think. I'm excited about it. You know, in terms of, uh, um, since I mentioned the, the third party website, I know I mentioned some, um, like I mentioned that there are a lot of websites out there in the last episodes. Um, like where you can watch Korean dramas. And I meant that, you know, there are a lot of websites with the subtitles. Mm. There are some websites without subtitles that just for Koreans, um, yeah. third parties. And I technically it's legal. So <laughs> I don't want to promote the idea of trying to find those like illegal websites. But um, the ones I, what I meant by there are a lot of websites is that there are a lot of websites that you could, be a member or watch for free with ads and they have subtitles. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's like wiki.com and ondemandkorea.com. Um, those two are most popular ones. And, um, you know, I know subtitles can be kind of, you know, it's, it's depressing, but, you know, I just want to <laughs> say, I, I, I feel like if anyone's listening to this podcast and have been watching Korean drama, they're probably used to reading subtitles. You know, a few years ago when Bong Joon-ho won the Academy for Parasite, he said it like, you know, once you get over that one centimeter of subtitle, the whole world is <laughs> up to you. So I'm like, right? So yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember hearing about that. Yeah, I thought that yeah. was a smart speech. Yeah, it's smart and very true. Yeah, uh, there's definitely that stigma you know yeah uh especially for americans because we're <laughs> we're the the ones that want to have everything in english you know so uh probably everyone else in the world is used to subtitles but people in america are like always hesitant so i think that's changing a good bit and you know partially because of you know korean shows for sure so that's good yeah yeah um so yeah, there we have it. Do you have any questions about Misty? No, I don't think so. I think it was, uh, I think everything was pretty clear how you explained it. So now I just think all I have to do is just watch. Yeah, I mean, you know, I wish I was a better um, talker because this <laughs> show has so much to offer. And You're a great talker. <laughs> And I just, you know, I feel like I'm not promoting this show well enough. Um, yeah. But yeah, I really just, you know, there are hundreds of Korean dramas I watched. And the fact that I picked this as my third um, to talk about in the podcast, that means a lot. And, you know, it came out in 2020, uh, 2018. So, right. And I think that four years is really nothing. I mean, the show is still you know, like you said, the classic never die. So yeah, like the fact that this show is really talking about human nature and psychology, it's not just about some love affair or murder or with a career fight, you know, it's so much more than that. So I think it can really appeal to a lot of people. Well, that's good. I, I mean, I think too, you know, when something's really well done or when something's really beautiful, some kind of, whether it's art or movies or, you know, paintings or music, you know, you just have to experience it. 
you know, to get those kind of the meanings and those feelings that you're talking about, just that you were kind of moved by it makes me think that it was powerful and and it'll be impactful. So I I think that's the most important thing. You know, there's only so much you can say about something. You just kind of have to experience it at some point. Right. Well, maybe a, by my 10th episode, I'll be a better talker. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll know better what to say and how to say to promote my favorite shows. Well, thank you. Yeah. I'm going to go and watch some of the Korean dramas that's on my list now. Okay. Well, I appreciate you uh, talking <laughs> to me about this one. And uh, yeah, giving me something else to watch because uh, I was I was a little dry. I needed something new. So I appreciate it. Yeah. I, let me know how you... Um, we'll, we'll talk next time and let me know what you think. Yeah, absolutely. I'll give you a, a follow-up. I'll tell you everything I thought. All right. I'm going to go turn on my Netflix now. I'll talk to you later. Thanks for joining today. Bye. Thanks, T. All right. Bye.